Welcome to Achieving Your Child's Potential podcast. I'm your host, Helen Panos. I am an educator, speaker, mentor, and author. I believe in the importance of helping children reach their potential so they will become well-rounded, intelligent citizens with positive influence and impact in society. Join me to hear from experts who can help give parents access to the best skills, strategies, tools, and resources to help their children be successful and ultimately excel in the world. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again today. Um, This is Helen Panos, Dynamis Learning Academy, and um, my uh, guest for today is Jackie Finneman, and she is a parent strategist. I'm going to read her biography because it's a great one, and I don't want to miss anything. But uh, Jackie um, is a passion is passionate about helping parents become confident leaders for their kids, find happiness in their day to day routine, and bring peace back into their homes. For over 20 years, Jackie worked as a family counselor, meeting with kids directly in their home, and helping them to deal with and overcome their behavior challenges. During her time working with children, the focus was always on the problem or the diagnosis. Jackie made an intentional shift to teach kids and parents how to give the problem less attention and instead focus on the solution. Oh, I love that. Um, In 2013, she started Hello World, a company dedicated to empowering parents to become the confident leaders their kids crave them to be through a model she calls no problem parenting. When parents feel confident, their kids' behavior improves. Jackie supports and teaches parents how to be the best leader and advocate for their child to transform their kids' behavior and reclaim their family's peace. I believe I got it all. <laughs> you sure did. Awesome, that's an awesome <laughs> description of your company. Oh, well, well thank Jackie. Thank you. Thank you, for you Helen. Us. Thank you. Um, it's fun. I wanted to let you uh, talk to uh, the, um, the base here on how you started with uh, Hello World and what, what journey you took and how you started, what, wh- how it got you to where you're at today. Yeah, well, for as long as I can remember, I've had a passion for helping kids and families. I mean, I was a babysitter at the age of nine years old. I was babysitting kids that were older than me, really. <laughs> Probably their parents just didn't want to leave them home with the younger ones. Uh, they weren't as responsible or something. But um, And then uh, in high school, I started late high school. I started um, working in our local school district as a paraprofessional mm-hmm. um, in the summers, um, helping with kids with special needs. Mm-hmm. And then I was assigned to uh, to uh, actually an agency reached out and said, hey, could you do some after school care for these kids? So um, I started working with this agency to do after school care. And then that's when my first uh, kiddo, I tell a story on um, about my first um, experience with mental health diagnoses. Um, Elizabeth was assigned to me and her family and, and she was diagnosed with reactive attachment disorder, which is when a child hasn't bonded or connected, doesn't trust within the first three years of life due to abuse, neglect, um, medical issues, pain, that kind of thing. So anyway, long story short, that just fascinated me. And I ended up digging in deep and researching all things reactive attachment disorder, led me to working at a nonprofit um, counseling agency where I became a family counselor. 
and uh, we did all in-home family services. So our kiddos were referred to us, then we'd go directly to their home and we'd work on if they had anxiety or oppositional defiant disorder or depression or, um, you know, whatever it was, we'd develop treatment plans and we'd work with those kiddos to help overcome their behavior problems. Um, So I got to work with parents as well. However, the problem was I never wanted to become a licensed therapist. I loved helping kids and parents with the day-to-day stuff that happens in the house outside of therapy. Like, um, so, so I loved my job, but I really wanted to help parents more. And I couldn't see because of the insurance billing, I couldn't see parents without the kid present. Mm. And I didn't want to get the license to become a therapist because I really didn't want to do the therapy. That wasn't my thing. Um, and so unless I was a therapist, I couldn't see the parents alone. Um, the kid had to be present because the kid was the client and it never sat well with me, but you know, I loved my job. I went on to become an administrator and, and, um, um, was a a part of the supervision and admin for over 80 therapists and counselors in 30 counties, drove three to 5,000 miles a month, you know, um, starting new programs for mental health services in the Head Start buildings and the schools, um, putting mental health counselors in schools, um, and that kind of thing. And, and so I just, you know, 20 years passed and, and about 18 years in, I was like, you know, I wonder if there's a way I could just do a parent support advocacy program. And I thought about it, thought about it. And lo and behold, a couple of years later, so in 2013, um, I made the leap to become an independent um, parenting coach or parent strategist. Because um, really, that's what I do. I help strategize with parents on, on how to connect with and how to solve and actually deal with and overcome their kids' behavior problems. Um, and so, yeah, that's how, that's how Hello World started. And then about four years into Hello World, I found myself saying a lot of the same things to parents that, that would call. Sometimes I'd forget to say something that I thought I said to them. So I thought, you know, I should really put this in writing, um, some of these basic things that I tell parents. And so I created a course um, that I call no problem parenting. Okay. And so, wow. yeah, <laughs> oh, wow, that's, that's kind of quite the journey, a, awesome. a long journey, right? For sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, I know you must be a blessing to your uh, clients though. So tell me, uh, what is a parenting, uh, coach strategist and what's the difference between going to a therapist, let's say, and hiring a parent coach. So our audience will understand the differences. Yeah. So it's not a replacement for therapy. I want to be really clear about that. And Hello World um, is not a therapy clinical service. Um, We don't replace that. However, because I worked in the counseling and therapy, um, the clinical world for 20 years, I'm very um, attuned to knowing when a family could really benefit from therapeutic services. And I have a really wide gamut of resources throughout the United States, actually. I have lots of people that I can refer to and so I can help you, but more importantly than that, I can help get your child. If your child does need therapy, I can help you get your child ready for therapy. So you get the most out of therapy. And then what I like to do is help the parents outside of the therapy office for how to help therapy work better at home. Right? Mm -hmm. So parent coaching is really the relationship between the coach and the parents. And I help you strategize and come up with ways on dealing with the behaviors um, that you're facing in your home and how to stay out of the battle, right? Mm-hmm. Teach a lot about resistance creates resistance. And so how do we not get caught into the resistance um, when our kids are absolutely frustrating the heck out of us and we're at our wits end. Um, so it's the, it, the, the coaching is based on a relationship with, with, uh, the parents, not, we don't get into all the deep, um, 
mental health uh, issues, like we're not solving anxiety, we're not delving into the complicated family dynamics of the past or working through crisis kinds of things. I refer out for that. Um, but I can, and what parent coaching often does is it can help prevent some of that, gives you a new perspective on maybe why you're resistant to your kid's behavior and or why your kid is being resistant to your direction. Hmm. Okay. So like parenting strategies, tips at home, would you say? Yeah. And so, so yeah, escalate into maybe then having to go to therapy or. Right. Sometimes what we end up doing is we can take one behavior problem that can be really tough and like driving us crazy or making us really worry about our kids' future or how they're, you know, I'm, you know, like they might be bullied. They might be the bully, right? Or they might be the one being bullied. And so we'll focus so much on that one thing that we're kind of letting all the other good stuff or, you know, like we're, we're just not, we're, we're too focused on the problem, the one problem. And so <laughs> yeah. we really need to get to the, root of that problem and what's going on. And then um, we do some strategizing to figure out how do you respond different? How do you get your kiddo to address and deal with that problem on their own as well, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. Um, so that they can actually overcome it and we can move on. So they tell teachers not to focus on the problem as much. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. If if you keep saying the same problem over and over again. Yep. Yeah, right, right. So um, so let's, let's talk about the no problem parenting. Can you tell us a little bit about that? program? Yeah. So first of all, I want to be really clear. I, I even battled with the name at first. I'm like, you know, it kind of drives me nuts sometimes when you talk to people and they're like, oh, no problem. Oh, no problem. And you're like, it is a problem, you know, or don't say that. <laughs> um, so I almost didn't pick the name, but I decided to go with it because, um, you know, problems are, just a fact of life. We deal with problems in our everyday life all the time, much less our kid problems, behavior problems, right? But there is so much fear-based messaging in the world today um, that if as, it's as if we didn't have enough problems at home, um, our worry and our fear over our kids' um, health, over their success, I mean, can really drum up a lot more problems. And I, for one, want off the fear bus. Mm-hmm. So no problem parenting actually has a guarantee. And the guarantee is that you're going to have problems raising your kids. <laughs> so if we know we're going to have problems, right, we might as well get prepared to deal with them, handle them so we can overcome them. Mm-hmm. Um, so no problem parenting looks at a problem and says, you know, hey, problem, I see you over there trying to put a wedge between me and my kids relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, get out of the way here. I got this. No problem. Like you're just really not going to give that problem all the attention. Mm -hmm. um, And, and you're not going to, to buy into the fear and the frustration that that problem is trying to cause you. Yeah. So it's really, and it's just three steps. It's, it's fairly simple to conceptualize and to understand. And then it just takes practice. So in the first step, we seek first to understand, we find the root of the behavior problem, where's the problem coming from and how big of a problem really is it? Step two is prepare for the worst. If you know your kid is consistently not turning in their work assignments at school, why are we continuing to have the argument about the assignments not getting turned in? We need to prepare for the worst. We need to assume and expect that that's gonna happen. So then when it does happen, we say, ha, I knew that was going to happen. I kind of figured that, buddy. Good news for you. I've got a solution, you know? And then that that leads you to the third step, which is change the conversation. So mm-hmm. seek first to understand, prepare for the worst so that we can change the conversation and the way that we're responding versus reacting to our kids' behaviors. So. And that's a really popular thing, kids not turning in their work. 
happens to the best of us, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of times it's something as simple as they're not hitting the button called submit. (laughs) Yeah. Right. 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 Or you get these, these kids, I know many of them, you know, A's on their tests, they're doing great. And then their grade is just terrible because they're not turning their assignments in and it's 50% of the work or something, you know, it's like, or the grade, it's like, come on guys. So And it's probably actually done. It's just sitting somewhere Mm -hmm. out there in the iCloud. (laughs) Yep. For sure. For sure. I mean, we just encountered someone who was having, um, issues getting into their platform with everything virtual right now or a lot of people virtual he couldn't get on to the platform that this county school system is using so he can't submit anything really yeah <laughs> right and then that turns into the other problem of called failing failing the class <laughs> yeah and you know the parents get exhausted when they're like, especially with COVID now, and we're doing all we can as parents to just hold it together for our jobs. Or, you know, if you, if you are a stay at home parent and you're juggling all your kids, uh, schoolwork or whatever, the last thing you need is those little problems of, you know, you get the update in the school account that, uh, you know, they're getting a D in a class or there's four or five or six or 10 missing assignments. And it's just irritating and exhausting, right? Because of all the other stuff. Normally it wouldn't be that big of a deal. You address it and right. do it. Right. Mm-hmm. But on top of everything else, it trips our trigger. <laughs> and we just really, some of us just feel like, oh, come on, really? You know, and then we react to our kids um, mm-hmm. and start doing the idle threats. And if you don't do this, I'm going to do this. And, you know, we get caught up in this stinking thinking and, and then the relationship suffers. So I'm here to make parenting. I know it's not, I'm not a cotton candy kind of parenting program. I don't want to come off as that. I'm not a white picket fence uh, parenting service. I am realistic. I'm authentic. I'm here to meet you where your family's at. Um, and uh, and also just but to give you some real life strategies and ideas on how you can, how you can make parenting less stressful than uh than it is, especially nowadays when you're cooped up with the kids all the time because of the distance learning, right? right? Would you say there's a common typical problem that you see often? And then is there a typical often solution that solves that problem? Would you say that over your seven years the company? Yeah, I, people ask me that all the time. And it's really tricky, even for my, um, I have a a Facebook page, Hello World Facebook page, it's at Hello World Attach. And I'll do live videos at least once a week, where I'm usually summarizing um, some of the the Q&A stuff that that parents have had over the week. I think the biggest ones um, are now our kids uh, worrying, um, cooped up and worrying. And then I would say technology, mm-hmm. technology is a huge one, right? And uh, always wanting to be on the games. And now with school, they're in front of their laptops, you know, MacBooks, whatever, uh, so much more than before. Um, and I think just for little ones, it's the wet noodle tantrum, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing it. And they throw a fit and you were like, I just gave you a pink cup instead of a blue one. I'm sorry, you know? Um, so no, there's really not anything uh, typical. There maybe are some common themes. Um, the best thing that I teach parents to do when you're first learning about this and uh, no problem parenting stuff is to remember the pause. 
I would say that is the number one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a, it's scientifically proven that if you are in the back part of your brain, where your, your fight, flight, or freeze are stored, right. Our reactionary part, our primal brain, um, that's, you're going to be more reactionary to your kids. And in order to shift from that part of your brain into the front part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, where our yeah. logic is all the teachers out there, you call it their thinking cap, right? Uh-huh. You got to be in your thinking cap to make a good decision or provide a good consequence or solution for your kid. And in order to make that shift, you need at least six seconds for your brain to be able to make that shift. So just go Google six second pause. You'll find all kinds of resources that they're not mine. Um, uh, but for years, I literally for the almost 30 years that I've been in the field, I learned about the pause and didn't even know it was a scientific thing way back in about 1995 from a, a therapist that I admire. Um, so making the pause, the shift, um, pausing for six seconds is what they say, at least it's, it's, uh, and then for some of us, because we're ready to point our finger or kind of <laughs> move our body towards our kids, you know, with some kind of an idle threat or yelling or something at them. Some of us need to put our hand on our heart and then the other hand on our stomach and kind of physically push yourself back, but catch the, be able to catch that breath and count the six seconds, not two seconds. I mean, some of us can count six seconds in two seconds. That sounds like a long time, six seconds, right? <laughs> it, it actually, it actually can. And, uh, and it can seem like forever and it's typically not pretty. It sounds relaxed when we're just talking about it, but when you're in the moment, it's not always pretty. The other thing that parents can do is, um, if they've got a kid that's just yelling, I hate you and you're mean and, you never let me do anything. And, you know, just all kinds of back talk and whatever else, turn your left shoulder to the side. And you can even do the hand on your heart, hand on your stomach, but even just physically turning your left shoulder um, away from the situation and your eyes away from the kiddo, um, let those daggers fly on by. Because again, if, if your kiddo's in the back part of their brain in that fight, flight, or freeze, they're not thinking to reason and all kinds of stuff's going to fly out of their mouth that they don't even mean. So <laughs> yeah, let's not give that, let's not give those words any value whatsoever. They are just upset because they didn't get what they want or you're not responding to them quick enough right. or you don't understand what they're asking for, or, you know, you don't have time. And so that kind of, so sometimes those things can just be enough to solve the problem right then and there, just turning away and pausing and waiting. And then when you don't know what to do, don't come up with some kind of a consequence that you're going to regret saying later, you know? So Mm -hmm. instead you can say, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to do about this right now. I'm not sure how to handle this. I need some time to think I'll get back to you later. Mm -hmm. And later for the little ones can be, you know, maybe it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes later for the big ones can be a week. Right. Depending on, you know, if it's they, they didn't come home on time, you know, stayed out past curfew, you know, whatever it is, it can be a long time. And if you don't know how long your kid can wait um, in between uh, the incident and getting the consequence, knowing what the consequence is, let them know on a Monday that you're going to go have ice cream on a Friday. <laughs> and then when Friday comes, don't say anything. If your kiddo comes and says, hey, I thought we were going for ice cream today you know that they can wait at least five days. Now we don't want to wait five days if we don't have to, right? But if you need the time because you really aren't sure how to handle the situation, then take the time. And if they bring it up, you can say, no, I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure how, you know, Uh, what I'm going to do about that yet. I still need a little bit of time. Got to talk to dad. Haven't had time to connect with your teacher. It's all right. Don't try not to worry about it. 
Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll right. get back to you. But life goes on in the meantime. And that's where I think parents have a hard time thinking, well, they're just getting away with it then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, they're not getting away with it. You're going to come back and you're going to address it later, but you're going to also make them curious. And anytime a kid is curious, they're in the front part of their brain. Mm-hmm. the thinking part of their brain. And it's much better to have our kids wondering about what we're going to do next right. than to be in that back part of their brain where they're ticked off at us and just want to get back at us. And they're scheming their next, you know, plan to misbehave so they can get back at us. So anything That's you can mystery. do to make your kids curious, <laughs> what's that? It's a mystery. Wonder what yes. they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they're going to do. So, um, Yeah. And then sometimes it's the act of distraction. You know, sometimes we don't in those heat of the moments when the kids are frustrated, they're just having a bad day too, or they're overtired or they're hungry. Um, They're worried that they don't even know sometimes why they're, why they're flying off the handle or throwing Mm -hmm. a fit. And sometimes it's the art of distraction. You know, you're, Oh, right in the middle of it. You say, wait, just a minute. I forgot to feed the dog or, you know, Oh, I got to go, you know, grab the mail or um, look at that big bird that just flew out the window and you run to the window and you make a big thing. And then you still go back and address, okay, now what was it? You were upset about something. What did I need to, what did you need to tell me? What do you, what did you want? Mm -hmm. And so you make it less personalized and more about, you know, empathy and, Hey, I'm here for you. Um, Mm -hmm. What did you need? But I'm not going to own the problem. So I teach that in the course too. There's a big difference between empathy and sympathy. Ah, so I was going to ask you, what should parents expect during a parent coaching session with you? I don't know if you can elaborate on something. Yeah. So, so I have, I have a variety of options. The most popular and um, probably the best option for parents really is that three month option. We meet at least weekly or bi-weekly. I guess it's really up to the parents. Some parents want to meet, you know, a half an hour at a time. Some want to meet an hour at a time. Usually the first session, we're going to meet about 90 minutes because I really want to get into, you know, what's going on. And I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. These are all virtual sessions. I work with people all across the United States. I even had a family in Australia last year. Okay. Um, so that was fun too. So virtual session, if there, if it's a two-parent home, you can log in from work, you know, separate computers, log in if you want the session recorded because one parent can't be there. Um, we can record the session. You'll get the replay. Um, so yeah, really, I'm going to dive into all the, I'm going to go all the way back to when your child was born and your situation with your kiddo, um, depending on how severe the, the behaviors are. I'm not diagnosing anything. I just want to get a handle on um, how you parent, your morals, your values, your beliefs, the things that trigger you, things that trigger your kid. Um, and so we'll do that in that first session. And then each week you're going to get the online course. And I ask that you watch that. Um it's a total of 96 minutes. It does not take a long time to get through you. Their videos are broken into two to 10 minute segments. So you can watch, like you don't have to watch it all at once. It's very easy to access, but I'm also going to teach you that course when we work together. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through all of it. And then we're going to practice just week to week. I'll, I'll say, Hey, I want you to try this. I want you to try this, that, and the other. And then the next week we're going to, I'm going to say, Hey, how'd it go? In between time, if you need to email me, you have a question or text me, you you know, I do my best to get back to those. Usually I'm pretty good about within 24 hours, you'll get a response to that. Um, And then you also get access for those that are interested in weekly Q&As. So that's a variety of families asking me questions where I go on once a week and do a recording um, and answer just general questions. 
And there's a No Problem Parent Facebook page, which is private and only for parents who have been through the course that get the No Problem Parenting model. Um, and then I go you know, live in there as well. And you can uh, pick other parents' brains and that kind of thing. But we, we, like, we right. try to have a little bit of fun in that group as well. So well, well yeah, a lot of value there. And if you have a group now, I've had mom, I've had, um, typically it's mom. Sometimes the dads join in as well, but I've had mom groups where they'll get six to eight of their mom friends together. And I have a discounted rate. If you want to do the course together with your, with your mom friends. And then we do four weeks of, um, actually I think it's six, six weeks of, um, meeting time when you do a group like that, when you get six to eight people in your group and you all sign up and then it's kind of nice because you know each other um, and you can help each other afterwards, you know? Um, yeah. That's lots of idea. options. So we're wrapping up this uh, great interview, but tell everybody how they can reach you. What's the all best right. Way? Yeah. So you can go to hello world mn.com. So it's H E L L O W O R L D M N for Minnesota. That's where I'm located. Dot com. And all the options are listed on there. Um, or you can um, go to at Hello World Attach and find me on Facebook for more information. Cool. And uh, they can uh, guess, get a link from there to sign up for a free conversation with you. How, how would they? Yeah, I will include um, the link for you, uh, Helen, if you'd like. There's a link. If you want to just are curious, I do free conversations. I want to know that we're a good fit for each other, so I won't charge you a thing. Just get to know you. Um, and then help you decide which option is maybe best for you. So the, I'll, I'll make sure you have that link, um, Helen. And then also I will, I'm happy to give a link to a replay of a webinar that I just did a few weeks ago um, called Turning Behavior Problems into No Problem. So can um, they reach you uh, through the website, through a contact area? Yeah, there's a contact page you can sign up or you can email me. Um, I'm happy to get emails. It's Jackie, J-A-C-I. A lot of people call me JC, but it's Jackie, J-A-C-I at helloworldmn.com. Great. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Jackie, for all your, uh, you know, your knowledge that you shared with parents today. That, that was terrific. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are looking for ways to make their life uh, not be a battle. <laughs> for sure. Especially right for now sure. with a lot of kids at home, possibly in virtual world. Um, yes. And you know, reach out to Jackie if you uh, want to just have a conversation about anything related to your kids so that you can get this straightened out. It more than likely doesn't just fade away and go away. Right, right. Be, you know, you got to attack it with some type of a solution and something that actually works, some type of strategy. Well, and that's a really good point, Helen. And I know I want to thank you for having me on today because I'm just trying to share the message with, with as many parents as I can. The good news about once you become a no problem parent, you have access for life at problems. You know, we deal with it, we overcome it, and then they turn into teenagers and the right. problems pop back up. So you are always connected um, and continue, can continue to get the resources oh, that's um, awesome. as your kids grow. So Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. It was great seeing you and talking with you. And um, everybody reach out and get some advice. All right, take care. Have a good rest of the day, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Achieving Your Child's Potential podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Whenever you're listening, be sure to go ahead and subscribe to get the next episodes and to join our email list by going to Dynamis 
lifelearningacademy.com slash podcast. You may also contact me if you need tutoring assistance for your child. I may be reached at helen at dynamislearningacademy.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.